0: In Parsh's Kedoshim, the Pasik says, "Ish imav aviv tiro." You shall revere your mother and your father, veshabsois and observe the Shabbos. So, what is the connection between these two seemingly unrelated mitzvahs? Why are they mentioned in the same Pasik? So the Gemara says in Masech Shabas. I would have thought that the mitzvah of Kibut av'eim is so significant that it overrides the Shabbos. If your father tells you, drive me somewhere on Shabbos, I would think that Kibut aveim supersedes the Shabbos. Therefore it says, you must not violate the Shabbos because both the parent and the child are obligated in the honor of Hashem. Both have to observe Hashem's Torah. So the Gemara is saying, a person is required to honor his parents' wishes, but within the parameters of Torah. If parents command their child to transgress Torah or to refrain from observing Torah, the child is exempt from obeying them because Hashem's will takes precedence. But there's an obvious question here. This seems so clear that Hashem's honor supersedes the command of a human being. Any little child can make that assumption. So why would the Torah have to imply that? So I'd like to share with you a fascinating anecdote involving Ramosha Feinstein's cell that perhaps will give us some clarity. So a father and a mother and their teenage son came before Reh Moshe. The son just completed high school and he wanted to go to Israel to learn in yeshiva. And the parents objected. They were concerned for his future and they wanted him to stay in the States and go to college. They both stated their case before Rebosha. And Rebosha said, I understand why your son wants to continue learning in Yeshiva, but what is your argument against it? And the father came up with a brainstorm. He tells Ramosha, Chazal say that every person has three partners, his father, his mother, and Hashem. So he says, Rabbi, Even if you represent Hashem, it's still two against one. Your part that would support our sons going to Yeshiva is only one third. And since my wife and I don't want him to go to Yeshiva, so our two parts outnumber your one part. So we have the majority. And without missing a beat, Ramosha tells him, your calculation is faulty, and I'll tell you why. You and your wife are also comprised of three parts. Both of your parents and Hashem were partners in your creation. So even if both of your parents and both of your wife's parents oppose Yeshiva, there's still one part in each, Hashem's part, that supports it. So that's two parts. And then add all three parts of me, both my parents and Hashem, that support Yeshiva. That makes it five parts for Yeshiva and four parts against Yeshiva. So in fact, it is you Who is outnumbered? Five to four. And the father was stunned. He then replied, Rabbi, if that's the case, I'm sending him to Yeshiva. If that's how they learn in Yeshiva, he will learn more there than anything that they can teach him in college. So now we had an original question here. What would be the Havimina that a child should listen to his parents if they command him to violate the Shabbos? So a person might think, there are three shitvim in a person. The father, the mother, and the rabbi So the father is 33%, the mother is 33%, and the Hashem is 33%. If so, if your father and mother tell you to do something against the Torah, you can rationalize 33 plus 33 is 66%. So they have the majority. So I should follow the majority and violate the Torah. But now, after the story of Reb Meishe, we now know that even mathematically it doesn't add up. Why is that so? It's true that there are three from in your birth. Your father a third, your mother a third, and Hashem a third. However, your father himself was also created through three partners. His father, his mother, and their Rabbi Nishleilam. So of the 33% that is your father, 11% of that is Hashem. Of the 33% that is your mother, 11% of that is their Rabbi Nishleilam. So 11 plus 11 is 22%. Add that to the original 33% of Hashem. So we now have 22% plus 33% is 55%. So Hashem Kaviachal is still the majority. From the brilliance of Reb Moshe, we now have our answer. In truth, this scenario is extremely rare. Nowadays, the greatest hope and dream parents have is that their children live a life of Torah and Mitzvahs. The greatest nachas for parents are when children are doing well in Yeshiva. We should constantly see only Yiddish nachas from our children. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.